This is Game Level Learn, a podcast for parents, students, teachers, school administrators, professors, and anyone else interested in game-based learning and gamification in education from kindergarten to adulthood. Join us as we discuss card games, board games, tabletop role-playing games, and video games, and how those games and their mechanics can be used to transform teaching and learning. Hello, welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Game Level Learn. I'm Tracy Wozenegger, and as always, I am with... John Cassie. Tracy Wozenegger, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream, yeah. Yeah. You've had three days off, uh, and then the weekend, huh? I did. Yeah, five-day weekend. Thank you, Polar Vortex. Yay, Polar Vortex. Yeah. We should make a game about that. About the polar vortex. Yeah. yeah. I, two nights ago, I had a dream. Okay. And in my dream, I was playing a board game that I invented. Okay. And it was super fun. Hey. And I meant to like wake up. And it was, it must have been Sunday night into Monday. Because I said to myself, you better write some of that down. There was some good stuff in there. <laughs> right. And of course, I, it was my first day back to school after like mini winter break. Right. right. And I had no free, it was like a super busy day, and I never wrote it down. And now it's all gone. It's got a little bit in there. Yeah. I got to see if I can churn that back up. Right, right. It was interesting. I can see, like, images of the game. Yeah, yeah. Back in the 70s, uh, you know, the 1670s when I was a child. Right, um, sure, sure. They had, a, they had a great game called the Bermuda Triangle. Okay, Oh, I'm here for okay. this. Tell me everything. Right. It, it, you know, the board is essentially like uh, like uh, the sea, okay? Yeah. And you've got these ships that have little magnets on them, okay? And you're trying to navigate the shipping lanes. I don't remember what you're trying to do, okay? But you've got this cloud that moves around the board, and it has a, a magnet as well. And, if, and, and it like capture your Capture ship. your ships, right? Super fun. Amazing. Of course, it was a classic at the time. Now, uh, yeah, it's probably $250 now. Yeah, right? of course. Uh, a quick note, uh, Tracy, and to our Pittsburgh listeners, okay. Um, crap. Pamela's? Is that the pancake? Yeah, okay. the restaurant. So... I mean, it's no doorstop, Pittsburgh listeners. True that. God bless the doorstop. The mixed <laughs> grill at the doorstop. Just mm, shovel it in, baby. cinnamon pancakes. Uh, put it in my face. Put it in me belly. <laughs> um, the Pamela's in the university district. Okay. On yeah. Forbes. Okay. Yeah. In Oakland. Yeah, yep. in Oakland. Um, half of it is sort of decorated with... Uh, uh, record album memorabilia and the other half is decorated in board game memorabilia oh okay, go check it out because it's all these yeah. classic old games including that's where, one that's pretty close to meeple totally yeah. yeah including one game that was about the sinking of the titanic okay, okay. it had this three-part board the sky the sea and then the ship okay and as you played the game, the ship tipped is like sinking up and yeah. sank. Okay, that game really is in the multi hundred dollar range, and they've just got the board tacked up on tacked the wall on the like wall. decoration. Right? I'm like, dudes, Feel you it. have no idea how just, much that game is worth, right? Yeah. 
Um, Speaking of out of print games, go. Um, on behalf of some of your old Pittsburgh Meeple people, yeah. Um, what what would I have to do to get you to bring uh, Mystery Express to Origins and let me have like partial custody of that for the year? <laughs> yeah, that game is stupidly like, expensive. What if I just what if I just keep it for six months and then I mail it back to you? I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, we were th- we were just talking about it, and I was like, I'm gonna see if John will give me partial custody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then our friend Andy said, maybe don't tell John that he's old or that I want him to die. But when he dies, if maybe he could just leave me mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, we'll do. Well, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, let me try for the partial custody first. Jackass. Yeah. Okay, but I'm sorry. We're here for yeah. for episode nine. This is season we got nine episode. No, season three no. episode nine. Okay, and in this right. episode, this is the culminating episode of season three, where we spent the whole season talking about role playing games and role playing mechanics in uh, in classroom gamification design. Okay. Right. And you know we've gone over it soup to nuts. How do you make a character? What's a level? How? What are skills? What are statistics? What are abilities? How do you design a single session? How do you string them along into a campaign? How do you design bosses? So it's all there in the previous eight episodes. And this one's just a bit of fun to get you yes. thinking about our kind of basically the the thesis of the show, which is play all the games. Play all the okay. games. So I've got five that I think you should give a go to. And I'm going to tell you why I think you should try them. Tracy's got five. Ish. Oh, good grief! I'm like a weird smorgasbord. Okay, you'll you'll so see. Tracy's all over the yard. Kel Hor- I'm all over the place. Kel Horror. I, for one, <laughs> am shocked. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, gentle listeners. I have okay, too many I'm just gonna just gonna say this. Yesterday, Tracy and I had a text message conversation, where she said to me. I bet you've thought of like 18 different games and I'm sure I'm going to be buried (laughs) with all of your smartness and all of your knowing games because you're so old. Well, and I I said, oh, you know what, Tracy? How many have you thought of 18 question mark, exclamation mark, question mark? Right. And I said. I did not say all that other stuff. You implied that. I implied that, yes. Um, I said, why don't we just agree to five? And you said. Sure, I can do that. Sure, I can do that. So now, listeners, Lord only knows what you're going to get from the Pittsburgh side of this podcast. But for me, you get five. Jiminy Christmas, Tracy. You're all over the place. Get, I really am. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. what is the, how did you put, I'm a disaster. That's how you, I'm a disaster. That's, as usual, I'm a disaster. As usual, I'm a disaster. Right. Okay. So, um, now, uh, we've picked games that have, uh, well, I have picked games. That I think, yeah, I think I've done this. Yeah, same. that connect in some way to one or more of the concepts, right? You know that so we I've talked about. I tried to about. pick things that I thought had like mechanics, yeah, exactly. or something that I could see using in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, for for, for yeah. sure, same. Okay, right. you introduced I us. Didn't one just of, pick, yeah, go. Yeah, I didn't just pick my favorite role-playing games right and i every game on that i'm recommending 
I have never spoken about on this podcast. Oh, I've definitely spoken about some okay. of them. Uh, I decided, you know, to your point, you said, hey, maybe we should try to try to th- think outside of boxes a little bit. And, you know, and I said, OK, well, I'm going to restrict myself to games I haven't spoken about. Oh, cool. <clears throat> Having said that, every game I've spoken about is worth playing and for, 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 one raise, for one reason or another. Yes. Right. And you're welcome to talk to us on the Discord or in the Facebook group about... Well, I played this game. Yes. Well, that's and what this it's is for. What I think might work. Yeah. 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 Um, so, Tracy, why don't you start? Because okay. you introduced us, so why don't you start? Yes. So, my first one isn't one specific recommendation, okay. but it's to play a role playing game that has a fairly detailed character sheet. Okay. Um, because. F- for me, a big part of role-playing games is the character sheet, how attributes are um, selected, decided, yep. how skills or special abilities are selected or decided. Um, and role-playing games do that in a whole bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, D&D is going to look a lot like Pathfinder, Um, in that you sort of have physical and mental traits and then a list of skills that are based on those. Um, So I think of that as sort of like the classic character sheet. Yep. Um, Yep. And Pathfinder is available for free online, which is why it always makes my list, because even if you don't want to play, you can look at all of the materials online and learn about Pathfinder, um, see what character sheets look like. You could build a character without ever playing it's all free yeah um, and since pathfinder and, and dungeons and dragons are uh pretty similar they're they're they're, they're very close cousins right? right because pathfinder is essentially just a version of D that has been sustained since uh wizards changed the game right, right? yeah i mean there's right. it's very useful because they they're in the same they're in the same family Right, yeah. but so if you if you're not familiar with role playing games, um, my my first recommendation is you know practice building characters, look at different types of character sheets. Call of Cthulhu and Delta Green use like a percentage system, which I don't know why my brain never thought about it before, but I was listening to a Call of Cthulhu game today, um, and your skills are based on percentages. So basically, if I have a fifty percent chance in library use. Right, I have to roll below the fifty to be successful. Uh-huh. So the higher my percentage is, the better I am at something. I mean, it's it's essentially the way we grade things in school, right? Yeah. And I don't know why I never made the connection until this afternoon that um, using percentile based um, skills on a character sheet in school could be quite interesting. Because that's um, essentially what we're doing. Because that's essentially what a lot of us are doing most of the time anyway, right? right? right. When we give grades. Right, when we're doing those kind of grades, yeah. Right, like your skill in mole conversions is an 86%. Exactly. You have an 86% chance of getting this right. Yeah, Um, Yeah. so that's my first one is look at character sheets. Yeah, I love that. A lot of them you can find, like you can get Call of Cthulhu quick start rules online and download free character sheets. I'm sure you can do that for tons of other games. Um, Absolutely. So familiarize yourself with character sheets, statistics, skills, other attributes that might be included on a character sheet. Yeah. 
Um, I've spoken about Numenera many times in the past. Numenera's character sheet yep. is really uh, uh, an elegant, very modern design in character sheet mm-hmm. design. Monty Cook has published another game uh, in the last couple of years called Invisible Sun. Um, its character sheet is... Did you, did you kickstart that? I did. Oh, you have it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Tracy... It came and 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 when with its money when it's money cook stuff I just take all my money. What is the highest level? You know. Yeah. Here. And oh, you got the big fancy. I did. <sighs> Tracy, it is, it is beautiful beyond my ability to describe, but also fiendish. Okay, and here's what I yeah. mean. Um, I've got a very long, long, long story that I'll tell you offline about how what an idiot I am. Um, but the idiocy about this game culminated in me being unable to figure out how to open the bloody box. Yes. Did I tell you this? Yes. No. no. Okay. Couldn't figure out how to open the box. And I was just about to the point where I was going to take a hatchet or just tear the box apart. And just right? have at it. Okay. Yeah. John comes over, looks at the box and goes. Whoop. Open. Took him one second to figure it out. I had Love worked it. on it for 20 minutes without success. Right. And as soon as it opens, it's like. Oh, it's got it's just beautiful inside yeah. and the I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Jealous. Yeah, it is a it is a beautiful game. And it has beautiful character sheets as well, right? So yeah. I love um I love the D&D universe. Um you want to get uh, an example of one that's super complicated. You know, I've said things about Rollmaster right. that I've that I love in the past. Look at that. Um the World of Darkness games, Vampire the Masquerade. Werewolf the yes, Apocalypse, yes. their character sheets are unique and distinct as well. So yeah, RPG character sheet. Type it into a search engine. You're going to get a million different images. Okay? Right, right. Um, I've got a game called Awaken, which is kind of a dark fantasy kind of game. That's a super cool um, character sheet as well. I love this idea, Trace. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first one. Yeah. So not really a specific game, but I think character sheets are important. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Okay. My first okay. game is a board game. My first two are board games and the last, right? Shocked. Go right. on. And the last three are proper sort of tabletop role-playing okay. games. Okay. The, I'm so excited. Okay. Tell so me. the first game is a dungeon-crawling campaign game called Arcadia Quest. Okay. okay. Have you yes. played it? I have not. Okay. So Arcadia Quest is a dungeon-crawl, it's like a D&D kind of, yeah. uh, kind of scenario in a box, all right? Yep. What you're going to do is you're going to pick three characters from the characters who are available, and you're going to make it like a guild, okay? Okay. And over the course of six adventures mm-hmm. that could last 10 minutes or could last okay. an hour, right? So okay. it depends on how you play, okay? You're going to progress... From outside of a city, into a city, into the inner districts of a city, and then to a boss. Okay? Okay. And essentially, whoever has killed the boss wins. But how well they did in all the rest of the work determines how secure your victory is. Okay? Okay. So in other words, if you just cleaned house all the way... And then won the boss. It's like, you dominate the city of Arcadia, right? 
Right. But if you were a complete shemp, but still win in the end, it's like, well, you have won a very fragile victory and your enemies will be coming for you tomorrow. That kind of thing. Okay. So it's really more about the experience. Okay. Why do I pick it? One, super charismatic. Okay. It's got these beautiful miniatures. The monsters are fun. Okay. And it's it's a beautiful game. Even unpainted, it's a beautiful game. One. Two, it is in board game form the perfect expression of leveling yep scenario design and campaign design okay okay and reward systems all right so you've got a character that character has a unique ability right and comes with uh an assortment of tools and loot that let them be even more unique right okay over the course of the game, you level from level one to level six. As you level, the more uh, experience points you have, the okay. better gear you can buy. Do you use the experience points to buy That's the gear? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the better gear you can buy, and the more able you are to defeat your opponents going forward. Okay. Yeah. So you have an indiv- you have three individual characters, each with a special power, and items that uh, that upgrade. Okay. Right, right. As you have At, higher XP that's and right. higher level. That's right. So it's straightforward character leveling. Okay? Yes. Love it. Each scenario improves as well with the monsters getting harder, etc., etc. Yes. Right? In mm-hmm. every single session, in order to win the session, you're going to have to do, you're going to have to achieve three victories that each scenario will spell out, okay? Okay. At least one will be player versus environment. So the player versus the game, okay? Yes. Go and pick up this thing on this side of the board, and then without dropping it, carry it to this other thing on the other side of the board. If you lose it, you have to restart, okay? Go and kill two of these or whatever, okay? Yeah. So one of the things you have to do is PvE environment, and one is PvP. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to attack your opponents. Right. And you can't advance, you can't win, unless you have at least killed at least one of your opponent's characters. Okay, and accomplished a PvE. Now, you could you could lean towards player versus player, or you could lean towards player versus environment, but you've got to do both. Okay? You've still got to do both, right. yep. Um, and it's a great example of boss design because the final boss that you play has a variety of specialized powers that you can beat if you have been thoughtful about everything else you do to get to the boss, okay. which is what a boss should be. Okay. Right. So great characters, very thoughtfully constructed level system, easy to understand campaign design system, and a well-designed boss. Okay. Dig if it. you know all those things, you're going to be good in the work you do. So go play Arcadia Quest. So okay. go play Arcadia yeah. Quest. This is a good game to play at a con because it's expensive. Yeah. Because okay. it's full okay. of beautiful miniatures. I was going to ask you how much it was. Yeah, and... it's expensive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. About probably 75 is about the best you're going to get. To... Okay. Yeah, and it'll be, or be more expensive than that. It, is it just three player? It's four. It's four players. Yep. So you could 
So if you played four players, each there, there's four characters. There's twelve characters because each, you you recruit three. Oh, each of you gets three. Yeah. So you could, if you plan, if your plan is to play it with the same three people, you could split the cost of the game. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, Just a suggestion. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a bunch of expansions, none of which you need. Right. Okay, so that's my first. What's yeah. your second? Um, okay, these are in no particular order, um, but since you were just talking about Arcadia Quest, I will talk about the Pathfinder card mm-hmm. game, which is a board game, but it doesn't have a board. Um, right. So it's based on the Pathfinder role-playing game, um, and you every player, I don't know, I guess it plays up to four. We always play with four. I think it's four, yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone picks a specific character. Yep. Um, so, and just like in, you know, the regular Pathfinder game, you have uh, a class. Um, so maybe you're like a cleric or a fighter or a paladin or a druid. Right. Um, and you get, the game itself comes with little um, cards that are your character sheet. Yep. So it will tell you... Um, what kinds of cards you can have in your deck. So, like, how many spell cards can you have? How many weapon cards can you have? Right. Um, how many ally cards can you have? Things like that. Um, and then another card that tells you any special abilities that your character has. Um, and then you have a, your, you have a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's similar to a deck builder, but you don't actually ever build your deck. <laughs> um, so you're... The cards in your hand are the cards that you use to do the challenges that are presented by the game. Yep. Um, And they also represent your health. So, like, if your deck runs out. Yes. um, That's, that's like, sort of, like, one of the timers within the game. Yep, yep. Um, And basically, you go to different locations that are made up of other decks of cards, right? And you pull the, the cards up, and maybe you're faced with a monster that you have to fight. Maybe you're faced with a trap that you have to overcome or an ally that you can get to join your team. Um, And there's some dice rolling just like in a role-playing game. But I like it for a lot of the same reasons that you just mentioned, which is why I decided to pop it in here. Um, Nice individualized characters. You don't get any minis or anything, um, but a cute little character sheet and some, you know, personality with the character um, you level up your character, but it's very sort of prescribed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have a million choices. There's a, a much smaller um, set of choices that you can make when you level up. Um, so maybe you get to like enhance one of your special abilities, or sometimes you get to add a different type of card to your deck, something like that as you level. Right. Um, the challenges, um, there's, we're playing in a. Um, uh, ours is the one we're playing is Mummy's Mask, um, and it's like a series of scenarios that makes up a whole campaign. Okay. Um, so we started at sort of like level one, and then you get to level two. The monsters get harder, the traps get hard. Like everything just keeps getting harder and harder. Um, you definitely have to work together, so it's cooperative. Yes. Um, and you can help each other with cards in your hands. Um, so most of the scenarios have been pretty straightforward. Beat the monsters, beat the boss, yep. win the scenario. Yep. But there have been some kind of funky ones where we've played against the game, where we were at like a camel race or something. 
and we okay. had to like collect these things before this other guy collected the things. Okay. And, I mean, we were we were terrible at it. Um, one where we had to collect like little larvae Ugh. to make an army of things. Yeah. So they're they're not all just like fight, fight, win. Yep. Um, there were some that required some some different skills and creativity. Um, but I like it for its simplicity. Um, the character sheets, I think, are um, newbie friendly. Yes. Right? Because they have, you, there's not a million choices. Yeah. Um, you know, every time I get to check something on my character sheet, I basically have, like, at most four things to choose from. Um, so but enough. But it still makes me f- enough yeah. right i still feel powerful i'm making decisions right um we finally got to the level where my druid could pick like what type of druid she is um so it's enough and i feel like my druid is like her own personality and skills and things that other people playing can't do but it's not so overwhelming right 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 it's yes it's challenging yes and sometimes trickier than you would think based on what you've read right about the scenario what you've, right. or what you've experienced up to this point uh, yeah I, yeah I totally get that um yeah that oh wait the last oh, sorry, yes. thing wait now I forgot shoot go oh the um I've never read the rules but um the way we play and I believe the way you are encouraged to play if you fail a scenario, you are encouraged to try it again. Indeed. Which is one of my other favorite parts about it. For, for sure. If you don't do it right the first time, that's okay. Try it again. That's uh, that's to be expected. Give it a go. Yeah. Right? Learn, yeah. Learn from your mistakes and try that sucker again. Exactly. Um, yeah. This game exists as an app. The Pathfinder card game? Yes. Okay. Oh. So it's in the Apple... Uh, it's in the... Uh, the uh, iOS app yeah. store, okay? And uh, I've played it a little bit in the analog form and I've played it a little bit on the digital form, right? That game's, I think it's hard. It is hard. <clears throat> it is, do, friends, if you try this, do not be discouraged. I don't, right? We have repeated a number of uh, uh-huh, scenarios. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's similar in some respects to um, the Arkham Horror card game. Uh a little bit. I feel like the Arkham Horror. Okay. You have le- there's less character sheet. Oh, de- definitely. Yeah, right? it's like just the Arkham deck. Like in Arkham Horror, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just the deck. And I didn't put Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror is like, oh my god, I love it so much. The Arkham Horror card game, not to be confused with Arkham Horror, the board game. Uh, but the card game is one of my great passions. Oh yeah. But I'm not sure about using a deck with kids. Yeah, I I'm going to give that I to you. Worked, yeah, I haven't worked that through in my brain yet, how kids could have, like, a deck of cards that is, like, I don't know, maybe, like, their gear and equipment. Maybe. Yeah, I... I don't yeah. know. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. It is a brilliant game if you just like games and you've never played the Arkham Horror card game. Please play it. And you can right. play by yourself. Indeed. So if you, Indeed, yeah. If you have no friends like me, you can play by yourself. That's not true. I have friends. <laughs> I, I have friends, but I only have one who likes to play Arkham Horror, the card game. Um, yeah. So, oh, do you? Yeah. So I have like a, I have like a 
uh, uh, one of my investigators set aside to play with with him. With him. Yeah, yeah. but mostly I just like to kind of mess around with different deck ideas. Yeah. And, you know, give it a try. And that's also a game I lose most of the God time. bless. Right? It's hard. I've got a and you know, for me, because every year they get it you get a new story that has six scenarios, yeah. right? So you get five new characters. Um if a character dies Oh, R.I.P. Mark. Yeah. I still can't get over it. I'm still not over it. Right. If a character dies, I just make a <laughs> I just make a note in my in my adventures log, Skidzo Tool, dead. <laughs> so I'm not going to use him again, you know, at, at least in the single player game that I'm playing, you know. Mark, Mark survived the Essex Express. I couldn't believe wow. it. Wow. I mean, every every turn I was like, guys, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Right. I'm dead. Right. And he lived through it. He didn't make it through that whole scenario, though. Es- Don't worry. No. Essex Express. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's brilliant. That's. Yeah. Oh. That is a brilliant piece of work right yeah. there. Yeah. I was so sweaty. Right. <laughs> time exactly. oh my gosh yeah Woo. yeah <laughs> okay okay so next my one. next one uh is a uh is a story driven board game called stuffed mm-hmm. fables yeah okay tell me about do you know it. this game i i read a little bit about okay. it okay in stuffed fables you are playing the stuffed animals of a like a two-year-old girl okay yeah and perfect. right um the elephant is named lumpy <laughs> I love it. Um, and you you play these uh, characters, and you have scenarios, and they're in this big thick book that is essentially like the board for the board game. Okay, so mm-hmm. you put your your character meeples, you know, on the left hand side. That's the board, and then on the right hand side is all of the stuff that you might do or challenges that you might encounter or overcome or whatever. Okay. And you know, each, each scenario has sort of three or four pages. Okay. Now, why do I love this game? It's not because of the characters that's go play Arcadia quest for that stuff fables by having the, all of the stuff that you do as a character in one book. It's like a curriculum. Right, okay. For for the characters. for the characters. Okay. Yeah. Now I presented uh, with a friend of mine in St. Louis, and we went out afterwards, and I met one of her uh, one of her new colleagues. Okay, and he was talking about wanting to design some way to get his students to think about qu- questions and challenges of leadership in higher ed. Okay. And I just went over and I pulled stuffed fables out and I said, "Do you know this game?" He didn't know it. And for like 45 minutes we just riffed on using that game as a model for yeah. designing a big long campaign where instead of it being a girl, it's like the university, okay? You're the leadership team and right. you have to defend the university over the course of a year. Yeah. Against a variety of attacks. Right, yeah. which are just things that happen in institutions, right? Right, things that would just normally happen in the course of a year. Right, right. Um, and so, and the rules are easy. And it's it's adorable, right? So go play it, okay? And you will have a better sense of how to scaffold challenges one to the next to the next when you're done playing it. Love it. Yeah, 
It's a great game. Cool. Yeah, and they just brought the engine out for a second game called Comanauts. Oh. Right, in which you play like a medical staff who is trying to help someone in a coma. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I, I just saw it at a game shop I went to this last weekend. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything about it, but it's the same I, company, so Yeah, that might have been at Gen Con or previous. Oh wow. Or some, okay. Somewhere I saw it. I saw it somewhere. It looks fun. Yeah. yeah, and the engine, this stuffed fables engine, which is also in use partly in a game called Mice and Mystics, mm. right? Which I've okay, I didn't know they were all. Yeah, it's all the same company. Red Hat, yeah. Red Hat Games, Plaid Hat Games, Plaid Hat. Yeah, yeah, Plaid Hat. Yep. Um, so that's my second. What's your third? Cool. Um, my third. Everything is in no particular order, friends. Um, my third is Fate. Yeah. Fate core system. Yep. Um, look. <laughs> listen look it listen friends look and listen i'm stole that from my favorite murder um yep. look and listen um fate i think is great yep. because it's so universal yep. my the note that i put next to it like why did you pick this one right it's universal if you wanted to so the fate core rule book is um sort of the outline to use the fate system um, and you can put any kind of theme or skin on top of the fate rules to play the game you want to play. Yep. So I played in a fate game that was about teenagers investigating a haunted house. Nice. Right? Um, you could play a fate game that's about um, people exploring space or a jungle. You, I mean, you could play f- any kind of fate game you want. Yep. With the core rule system, so it's designed to be used to meet your needs to play the game you want to play or you want to design. Right. Um, and that's why I put it on the list. It's pretty simple. It's straightforward. It has um, simple character sheets. You don't need a lot of um, a lot of accessories and stuff to play it. Um, so that's why it made my list because you can very easily make fate what you want it to be. Right, right. And, and it has these sort of great dice that are unique to it. Right. Right. So that's kind of fun. But you can use six sided die. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You could just use, you don't have to buy special dice for it. You can just use six sided dice if you have to. Yeah. Um, I'm frequently overcome by cool little swag. Yes. Right. Of course. And so, of course. Because they provide it, I'm of course like, oh well, I have to Go have ten, right. ten copies of that, right? Because right. because reasons. Um, and it's so tight. It's so. It's just. It's, it's lean. Right. Right. You could. The, I have the um, like the quick start like core book. That was like six dollars, I think, at Gen Con, six or twelve bucks. Right. Right. And that's all. You, that's like that's it. That's what you need to start building a game. Yeah, and that and that's and that's it, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so the the character sheets are um, are less involved for sure. Right. Um, and they tend to be more um, text based than number based. So you know maybe your character um, 
I think in the game I played in, because we were teenagers at a haunted house, like my girl was like the popular girl. Um, so she was better at social type skills. Right, um, right. But it's, it's not number based. Like she didn't have like a specific number score for her, you know, popularity. It was just that's something that she was good at. Um, yeah, well, you know, so, that that's yeah. just her jam. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. That was one of her things. Yeah, so um, simpler character sheets, um, easy to apply to many, many things. Right. Um, that's why I picked Fate. Right. Fate is almost the kind of game you pick if you have a little bit of experience with games and you're going to play with people who have less than you. Correct. Right. Um, you want to bring along people who are who have virtually no experience, even if you have just a little, fate will get you. Fate will get you there. Fate will get you there. Yeah. 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 And because it's, because it's anything, it's probably better than say fiasco, which is basically trying to have you experience, you know, a kind of caper kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where it's like a, it's like a Coen brothers film. Right. Right. Right, you know that it's. I mean, Fiasco is even easier to learn. Right, Fiasco is even easier to learn. But it's, it's too narrow, maybe. That, it's too narrow. It's lacking the character sheet aspect. I feel like that. I mean, if you're if you're a teacher who is teaching acting or satire or oh you know, yeah, some you want to do creativity and have kids do improv and things like that, play Fiasco. Hundred percent. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Um, Run. Don't but I walk. Think, right. Yeah. Right, get there. Um, but I think you, I could see fate, the fate system being used for almost any discipline. Absolutely. Yeah. And and yeah. playable by students who don't know games, students who don't like games. Right. Right. And being right. played successfully. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. yeah. I haven't played that nearly enough same I've, I've done like little scenarios here and there yeah that you know and i you know I, I sign up for a game at a convention because of the the theme or it sounds interesting and i show up and oh we're using the fate system oh great right it's like yep i'm in great okay yep next right yeah i'm in yeah um okay, okay my third choice one. what are you on your third yeah, yeah is a is a sort of indie actually all three of these are indies uh, called Dungeon World. Dungeon okay. World. Straight up, uh, kind of, uh, kind of attempt to take Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, Rollmaster, these very heavy, eight hundred page rules. Yep. Um, fantasy simulation systems. Kind of strip it down. Okay. Okay. Being something more straightforward, more elegant, more understandable without losing any of the flavor of those more sophisticated games. Okay. okay. So that's the that's the goal, okay? It's got a little bit of a cheeky tone. It's not it's not meant to be it's not a comedy game. Okay. Okay, it's not a it's not meant to be a parody. It's not a parody of game. Okay. But it's right. got, you know, the, the 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 team behind it is sort of uh uh, they're having a little bit more fun, maybe. 
okay. than the folks at Wizards who Maybe. are making yeah yeah who are making uh, you know Dungeons and Dragons for a mass audience right right you know and are trying to make sure that the tone is sort of even across all the property that 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 right yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I like Dungeon World because its uh, its character system is accessible and they give great advice to game masters on designing uh, um, the sort of campaign systems. Okay. Okay. So it's a good one to look at when you're getting to the really much more sophisticated part of the, uh, of the work you're doing mm-hmm. because it's going to give you good advice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dungeon World. Dungeon World. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna get that. You'd like it. I think you'd. I think you'd find it interesting. The problem is, I keep buying RPGs, Word. and then I don't have anyone to play. I mean, I have people to play with, but we're already playing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You can only, right. Yeah. Like, uh, I only have so many weekends and Friday nights. Right. Um, <laughs> a, a a two minutes a two minute segue. Uh, dear friend of mine, Chris Tatro, as you who you know, uh, <gasps> he and his He's a celebrity. Uh, right. He and his he, he and his pals back east, for many years, were playing a uh, 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 this kind of complicated campaign, where every three or four sessions, maybe, or every one, or sometimes maybe eight or ten sessions, they would change game system and change game master, mm-hmm. while keeping the integrity of the character you generated. As you translate from system to system. So if I'm the muscle, like, takes no, can I say shit on this podcast? Takes no shit, like, kind of crazy character in Delta Green. Right. I've got to keep that as we switch to. Whatever. Star Trek. Right. And then you've got to keep it again (laughs) when you move to uh, Fate. And, right. and, and, right? Okay. And then to Numenera. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So Amazing. I love right. it. So he did this, and they were they were all over the place, because these are, he's playing with veteran yeah. players, right? They're taking yeah. really obscure, you know, systems designed by, you know, people in, living on an island in Scotland, this kind of jazz, right? Right. Okay. And, um, and I always wanted to do that, okay? And so, you know, I run a Numenera campaign, right? And they've right. uh, they've gotten themselves to a point where I offered them in the last game. I said, "Okay, we're we're done for for t- for today. Here's an idea that I've been toying with. Okay, Numenera is all about embrace the weird. Okay, yeah. Do you know the Tales of the Arabian Nights? The uh, you know the Thousand and One Nights. You know who Scheherazade is." This is what you told them? No, no, no. I'm asking you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, she tells a thousand stories to keep... Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Yeah. So, I have said... Or what I said to them was, we can go in two directions. We can go, A, we just keep playing Numenera and all is well. Or we can break and do something like what Chris and his friends did. Okay. And it's just another one of the stories. Right. I am going to sentence you to a uh, like a, a, a criminal punishment. I'm going to sentence you to Scheherazade. 
and your your personalities are going to be decoupled from your bodies. And then over the course of nice. however long we want to play, I'm going to I'm going to switch us from game system to game system to game system. I said because I love playing Numenera and I'll play it forever, but you guys are the only people I role play with really, and I've got a bunch of systems I want to play. Yeah. And why not do it this way? Because Numenera, all I'm going to do is basically insert a five-year campaign in the middle of our Numenera game. The Numenera game is not done. You are not done. We're instead going to explore your personalities and your backstories as they express themselves through all these other games. And then you're going to come back out of the Scheherazade cycle and we'll see what's left of you. Right. And then we'll finish Numenera and be done. Right. And what did they pick? Oh, they picked the let's Scheherazade this thing. Yeah. Right. So uh, I'm not sure what our first game is going to be uh, yet. I haven't decided because we've got to finish the Numenera component, but it's going to do that on right. Saturday. So I'll let you know how that goes. Um, yeah. But very cool. Yeah. Super, super fun. Um, now I forget what we were talking about. I've done three. How many have you done? Dungeon World. That's the last thing. Um, now it's your fourth. I did three. Okay, my fourth one. Sorry about the the uh, Shahrazad no, there, it. but I knew you'd be. I knew I you'd find it. it cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My number four. I've only played it once. Okay. And I only made it through character creation, which is Traveler. Traveler. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um. So listen. Yeah. Listen. I have never experienced character generation. Are there other games like Traveler that have character generation like this? Yes. Okay. What Do you know some other ones off the top of your head? Uh, I've talked about this game, Time Lords. Okay. okay. Yes, which is Time very Lords. much like uh, Traveler, except you're generating yourself. Right. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, in it's Traveler... It's Yeah. In Traveler... So I... So... Friends, I've only been through character generation, so I don't know about the gameplay yet, but the character generation was so different yep. from every other character generation that I've participated in. Um, so basically, you start at 18 years old. Um, this is Traveler is set in the future and space. Yeah. Sort of vaguely. It's a space um, opera game. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, classic space opera. Okay. Um, so you start at 18 and you decide, are you going to university? Are you going to the military? Are you going into a career? Um, and then you basically roll dice to see whether you, so I went to, I, I said, I'm going to go to university. I'm going to try to be a scientist. Yep. Um, cause the other two dudes were definitely going like muscle and pirate and stuff like that. And I was like, we need someone smart in this group. <laughs> Um, right. So I go to university and you have to roll dice to see if you graduate. Yep. Right. Yep. And if you graduate, that's great. Maybe you graduate with honors based on your dice roll. Um, maybe you get a benefit cause you graduated and you did well. Maybe you roll terribly and you don't graduate. Right. Well then you just tack four years onto your life and then you decide, am I going to try to graduate again? Am I going to go right. into some career? Um, I made it out of character generation okay um i graduated from university i became a scientist but i for i tried during three cycles so for 
12 years right to advance in my science career and i never did oh right that's painful um and now you're 36 years old yes and i'm basically like screw this i'm never going to advance as a scientist (laughs) i'm out (laughs) right you actually Um, in the character generation process have an actual life experience right 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 you know um yeah, and then based on whether you, you know, advance or don't advance, you roll on other tables to see if, like, something terrible happens to you or if you something good happens to you. I mean, the other two guys. Right. Mine was fine. Like, I'm so happy. The other two guys, like, got stranded on a planet. Yep. Were attacked by natives on the planet. Like, they're losing stat points. Right. Losing money. Losing eyes. Right, right. Um. But so the reason I bring it up is um, for two reasons. So this sort of like flow chart of character generation, I thought was very interesting. Um, Yep. And I don't know if I would use it with students for character generation, but I could definitely see see using some sort of like flow chart like that in certain classes where, you know, you can make a decision between this and this. Right. And, you know, if you succeed, you can do this. And if you don't, well, you just go back into the loop and try some other things. And then this will be my first role-playing game um, that, you know, you described it as like a space opera. Yes. Um, That's going to be, for me, most of my games have been sort of very character-driven and sort of, you know, like the personal relationships between characters and all this. Right. And I have a feeling we haven't played yet, but I'm already getting the feeling that Traveler is going to be much bigger. Um, so it's going to be more about um, not just the interaction of my character with people that she meets, but like the politics that's happening and, you know, who's con- in control of economic systems and political systems. And and I just thought that stuff could be very useful um, for history classes or um, like human geography and things like that. Um, you know, I could see someone designing a role-playing game, um, you know, that's sort of more macroscopic about political systems during a specific time and cultural and all the things that are going on with a society. You totally get it, Trace. Yeah, yep. that's, what I, that's what I thought. I mean, I'm gonna see, we'll see how Traveler shakes out. But that's sort of my sense of it's going to be much more less personal and more what are like the issues of the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, it, That's sort of how the game I – mean, it doesn't have to be that way, but, but, it, but it allows it, right? Right, Because it's right. like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're playing, you know, if you play it traditionally – there's a there's a huge empire, right? That spans Ours, the stars, right? Right, and we're 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 off book, so like AI runs the world, the habitable world, the habitable universe I in see. our game. Yep. Um, but like we've already said that we're gonna try to take the AI down. R- yeah. Look, friends, there's three of us. We're not gonna be like you're gonna get this it is done. Not something that like three scrappy, you know, a pirate and a flunked soldier missing body parts and right. some scientist who can't advance in her career. Right. We're not going to get this done alone, right? We're going to need right. 
to build, you know, the brown coats from Firefly and <laughs> exactly. set up a resistance army, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but I but I can't believe that there's not learning in there about you know, social science and economics totally. and yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. you're completely right. Um the very Um let me asterisk this with Yes. I do not think that traveler is for the beginner. I would agree. Yeah, so yeah. this is this is, you know, if you've if you've played Traveler, amazing. Um, you know, if you think any of this sounds interesting, I think you should have probably played some other games. Traveler's hard first. to game master because it's so open ended. Yes. Okay. Wait we have the greatest DM. Yeah. Um yeah. Traveler was the second role playing game I ever played. Of course. Right. Right, of course. <laughs> Naturally, right. Uh Dungeons Naturally. and Dragons first. Yep, right. straight to Traveler. Straight to Traveler, right. Well, uh, but then again, you know, you got to remember that, you know, I'm playing Dungeons & Dragons in 1979, 1980. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And when I'm, you know, I'm introduced to it by a friend. Um, and, oh, Ken, you know Ken. We played Galaxy Trucker yeah. together. Ken Eggers. Yeah, Ken and I played uh, Traveler for years together. Galaxy okay? Trucker. Sorry. Dreadful game. <laughs> Galaxy um, Trucker. That also makes me sweaty. Gal- yeah. It's more like Galaxy Trucker, or do you mean Galaxy Boop? Or, right? I know. I have to stand up to play that. Yeah, same. Same. I don't know how you can sit down and like build your yeah, ship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I always love the character generation system of Traveler. It's a dynamite game. If you have an experienced person to help guide you through it, right. that is the way to that's the way to do it. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're playing it. Uh, I have yeah, so say, many fond memories so of it. You know, yeah. I haven't played it in years, but uh, learned a lot already in character generation, and I had to like pick out equipment, and I don't know what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> well, that's because that's, buying, like, that's because you're a terrible scientist. I have scientist. no idea. Right. Well, and we're that's right, and we're going through a wormhole to like an uninhabited, sort of lawless part of space. Oh, that's helpful. So I've outfitted her like to try to survive as many environments as possible this is uh smart like she needs hiking boots and a compass right (laughs) for this space game (laughs) right right you know uh if you've ever watched or read the expanse okay okay which is another it's the best space opera on tv okay uh and it's the best space opera presently being written okay okay uh you could easily do the expanse as a role playing game using the traveler system. Okay. Okay. Yep. And Tracy, if you haven't watched or read The Expanse, you really yeah. ought to. It's dynamite. Okay. It's one of the best First things River- on TV. First Riverdale. Yeah. Well, second best like thing trash. on TV. <laughs> 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 okay. My fourth, okay, is a game called Spirit of Seventy Seven. Okay. In which you play badass stereotypes from 1970s films and television. Okay. Now, this is a this is trickier. You got to know your 70s to get the theme right. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of support for the game. It's a small indie publisher, but they got all kinds of stuff. All of the supplements to the game look like the boxes for Atari 2600 cartridges. Beautiful. Okay, it's ridiculous how themey this game is. Okay, and it is it is themey beyond description. Okay. Okay. I've got a 
uh, colleague who I'm working to develop. Uh, he's doing a gamified unit on Jewish immigration in okay. in late 19th and early 20th century America. Okay. Okay. He's using the spirit of 77 character system to generate to have his kids generate characters. Okay. okay. And it worked. He said it worked like a charm. Okay. Now he's not playing Spirit of Seventy Seven, but he's using the character generation system. It's basically super easy, right? Yeah. You've got a couple of things you can do. You either assign a zero, a plus one, or a minus one. Love it. Okay, so it's kind of like Arcadia Quest in that boom, boom, you can generate a character super easy. Yeah. Okay, and 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 what you know why not? Right? He didn't need the rest of the game. He only needed right. that character he generation that system. Little... Yeah. 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 So go check that out. If only for the if only for the cool art and the sort of badass it's a it's a fun book to read. Yeah. Okay. Hey, there's there's something to be said for props and style. Totally. Right? I mean the more immersive your game is. Oh yeah. The the better Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Okay, so that's my fourth. What's your last? Or okay, uh, maybe you don't have one? a last. Maybe I'm the last, you know? No, I do. Okay. Um, my last one is to play an MMO or an online RPG. Yep. You've made that point so, before. Yeah. Yes. So I agree with you. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not in the cards for you to, you know, have the time to really invest in, you know, playing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign or, um, you know, getting together with lots of friends and playing um dungeon world or pathfinder card game right um but you can play um online rpgs or mmos by yourself and still get a lot of the character generation the questing bosses yep. um leveling you can get all that stuff in a good online rpg or role playing game 100% um, so, you know, World of Warcraft, I play Dungeons and Dragons online, um, there's Elder Scrolls online, but there's also, um, you know, Steam has some that I think are free to play. Oh, there are dozens, um, right? The, the Star Trek MMO good. is good. Yeah. The, uh, DC Heroes, uh, you know, John loves the DC Heroes game, right? I've got a couple of, like weird hand issues and some of the games oh. have the the interaction the way that you're supposed to use your controllers or mice i just yeah. I, I just can't do right in any sustained way i could do it for three minutes and then i'd have to stop for 10 right so i'm I, right there's a bunch of games that i would play that i can't really play right but they're out there right. and give them a go yeah, like Neverwinter Nights. I mean, there's some that are oh, more in depth, less in depth. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's some based on Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I mean, I think Skyrim would work. For sure. Um, yeah, so something where you get, you know, a customized character where you're putting points into a character and leveling it up and, you know, facing increasingly difficult content and doing quests. Right. Right. Um, I think it's just a way if you, you know, if you're more comfortable staying home and, and working on this by yourself, um, that's one way 
that I think you can still get a lot of great ideas. A hundred percent. In fact, one of the great uh, one of the great writers on game based learning and uh, games for literacy development is the guy that's named James yeah. James Paul Gee, and he talks about basically watching like a grandchild play a video game and yeah. say, "What is going on with this?" He he immersed himself in one of these kind of civilization sim kind of systems and then like right. a year later came out and said ah I've had this rapture yeah. about how these games could really mechanically connect to learning right, right. Uh, I mean you yeah. you start a new game you learn so God much bless. so fast oh yeah for sure right I mean you don't even think about all the stuff you're learning right and, and then when you do that for something like World of Warcraft or DDO or I mean, I can't even, I couldn't even hazard a guess to how much I've learned about DDO since I started playing. I can't, I can't overstate how much I've learned about good incremental design yes. from playing games that are badly incrementally designed. Right. Right. It's like, yes. why do you think I can do this? Right. Right. I cannot do this. Yeah. That you've you've missed at least five steps. Yeah. Between where I am and where I'm going. Right? Right. And and this have and World of Warcraft has thousands of programmers. Right? right? And they are extremely cognizant of not doing this. Yeah. And yet it happens in the in the game. Oh yeah. Right? This level, this is a fifth level 15 quest that I breeze through. Oh, same level quest. Dead. Done. Right? Dead, dead, dead. Right. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you... Right. Uh, I've basically had two main characters, one on one faction, one on the other, for the longest time. Okay? One of them is a mage. One of them is a warlock. Okay? And okay. when I when I created the warlock, it was like, oh my god, warlocks are the worst. The game, the game does not know what to do with them. My warlock is amazing. Yeah, well, now my yeah, my warlock is in DDO. Yeah, my yeah. my wow warlock is badass, right? Yeah. About six years ago, they screwed up the mage, and they've never fixed it adequately. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I find playing that character a, a death slog, and basically don't, even though I like him. But see, yeah. like when you started World of Warcraft, yep. you wouldn't even have known that. Right. I would just be experiencing. So like the am- right? right. The amount of things you've learned. Right. Is just, it's, it's crazy. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. I, yeah, I, I, I can't, I totally can't disagree with your point. You're a hundred percent dead on right, I think. Trace. Yeah. Um, so that's my, my last one is play some online stuff too yep yeah and it does it doesn't matter what the game is right yeah you know and yeah find something that you like that appeals to you right right yeah I, you I, know if you don't want to spend the money find a free one steam has free ones yep yep yeah yeah i mean to the point play all the games right right play all the games yep. okay my last is about working on developing mood and tone in the way you mm-hmm. do your narrative Okay, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. once you figured out how to get your students into character and 
you've thought about the lesson design you're going for and being intentional about that, how do you make the experience of playing the game yes. have a kind of narrative flavor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I could have picked a bunch of games. I picked a little game called Mars Colony. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's little. You could go online and buy ten, twelve dollars. Okay. Yep. In Mars Colony, one player is an investigator coming to Mars from Earth to try to figure out some kind of problem that exists on the colony. Okay. Okay. The other player is attempting to resist that. Okay. 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 It's just two players, plays over a couple of hours, very tight, and designed in such a way that if you get a player who you're playing with who's got a little bit of skill, you're going to get lots of great nuance and subtlety, okay? So I'm asking you to play it not so much for the experience of playing it, though you should because it's fun, but so that you can see how to get some practice on developing a tone, a game mastering tone. Okay. Yes. Right. No one who plays a game that I am running is confused about the tone I'm going for. Right. I've got my, I do GMing a certain way, right? I'm looking for real depth of character. Yeah. I'm looking for complexity of relationships. Yep. Okay. I'm, for sure. I'm lo- I can attest to all of these things. Right. right. Yeah. I, I want the plot to make sense. I yep. want there to be a lot of agency for the players. Um, and I want it to have a an intentionality. I, it could be it could be playful, it could be funny, it could be deadly serious, but I, right. what I want is people to be intentional. Why right. is this character doing that? Doing this thing, okay. Yeah. And as long as you bring that, I'm good. And so, and Mars Colony, by virtue of being inexpensive, you know, you could buy ten copies of it for Arcadia Quest, right? right? Yeah, and yeah. playable with just one other person much makes it makes it easier to make it happen yeah it this it's got an advantage right yeah you know normally i'm 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 sort of ambivalent about one-on-one role-playing right okay but mars colony is a good example of how you might do it and it's well designed for it so that's what i'm going to yeah. recommend and it works yeah yeah cool yeah um so i've gotten through my list you've gotten through yours and i've gotten through mine yeah. and i have a couple more Riffing thoughts, ideas? Yeah, thoughts, ideas. Riff, go. Um, though one of them has gone already. Okay. Um, oh, they, they're back. They're both back. So <laughs> my one of my riffing ideas, um, just uh, I just want to throw this out there. Um, if you are looking to play, like if you've, if you've never played a role-playing game, you, you want to try. Yep. You don't know where to look. Um, you're, if there's a local game store... Right. Comic store, a local library, check their websites. Um, you know, in Pittsburgh, um, our library has Dungeons and Dragons once a month, um, you know, near the universities. Also, you could check roll20.com. Um, 
Oh, is it .net? It's .net. Okay. I thought it, I thought it was .org for net. some reason. Yeah. I'm checking. It's .net. So Roll20 is an online um, role-playing platform, um, and people advertise all the time on there that they're looking for other players. Um, for example, my Traveler DM had just an ad up on Roll20 that he was looking for players to play Traveler. Nice. Um, I think it might still – I think he might have put it back up because there's only three of us, um, and he would take more players in the game. Hmm. Um, Hmm. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'll keep it in mind. His name is, I don't know if I should say his name, because then weirdos are going to join and be like, uh, <laughs> no, wait, wait. You're t- Tracy, I did you're not disparaging our own audience. Weirdos. <laughs> I did not just call you all weirdos. What? Friends, Tracy has been. <laughs> Tracy. I'm dead. <laughs> Tracy. Um, yeah, so roll 20. You're not all weird. I'm weird, so I assume that you're all weird. Yes. Um, and also now I think see John's thinking about joining it. You're an idiot. Um, I, <laughs> I'm 100% an idiot. Um, <laughs> so roll 20, check it out. I mean, as with any sort of like random grouping of people, they're going to be hit or miss, right? Like you're going to end up in a group with someone that rubs you the wrong way or yeah, that you know, can happen, doesn't right? work out. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you might also find a magical, awesome group like my Delta green group. Um, so that, that was my first thought. My second thought yeah. was endorsed. I after love it. Y- yeah. After you play all the games, DM, Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I really think before you um, get too crazy in the classroom, you should have a go at, you know, just run a scenario. See what it's like on the other side. Um, Yeah. Yeah. your, Your friends who are gamers, who know you're a teacher, and you're trying to make some kind of you know, connection between these things, right? They'll give you good advice about how you GM and oh, yes. what your strengths and, and, you know, areas of concern. I mean, yeah. they, they'll help you, right? I suspect if you are a teacher, you're a pretty good GM. You ought to be. Yeah, yeah. I think you're doing a lot of the, You already have a lot of the skills necessary, Um but I, I would recommend, you know, once you've played for a while and you're comfortable, have a go at it. Yeah. C- couldn't agree more. Yeah. 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 So those were my last. And yeah. you're not all weirdos. I'm very sorry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'd like to take this opportunity to announce next season's new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tracy, you know. XO, I love you. Sorry. I know. Yeah. But really, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh God! Um, Open mouth and start fun. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I did. I hope everyone knows I didn't mean it. Right. We're at the end of the season, and you know, friends, she she's it's, coming unglued. It's my bedtime. Yeah. She's yeah. She's always been sort of a little unhinged. It's true. Right. Um, and, and I'm always um, not good at keeping my mouth shut. Word. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> the situation. <laughs> Did your parents go away on a week's vacation? No. No. What? Is that a song? Here's the situation. My parents went away on a week's You don't know that one? No. What song is it? Good grief. Parents just don't understand? Oh. DJ no. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I know who sings it. Yeah. It was during the reign of Elizabeth I when I was uh, when I was it a child. Was, when was it, though? Uh, parents just don't understand. I think that's 1985. Yeah. 86? I was, uh. I was six or seven. Uh. I will cut you. I was listening to I was listening to like fifties and sixties jams with my dad. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty six. That's when I graduated from high school. I say that to students I... now, and it's like, was Cyrus the great emperor of Persia then? Yeah. You know. Oh, I know. It's happening to me now. How too. many pyramids existed? I gave kids. Right. Um, a free response from the AP exam, like an old free response from 2011. Ha ha, I was six when this came out. I was like, shut up, shut up and do your chemistry. Right. And <laughs> I'm like, that was like two years ago. Wait. Yeah, right. right. And a, a D minus for you and a D minus yeah. for you and a D minus for you. You all win in Tracy's class. That's right. You know, These no one loves like- you like Ms. Was. These kids were born, like, after Jurassic Park came out and stuff. Shit, they were born after the second Jurassic Park came out. Yeah, they were born in, like, 2000 and 2001 and, jeez. Jiminy Christmas. I can't. I yeah, can't. yeah. You know, we're, we we mistakenly call them millennials. Yeah. Right? Failing to remember that, no, in fact, millennials are, like, 30, yeah, these th- are, like 36 years old. That's millennial. Right, these are something else. Right, yeah. these are post-millennials. You know. Did you see that the um, it's making all the rounds? I'm sure everyone's seen it, where they listed the new age breakdowns of the generations, and they just totally left and they Gen left X Generation X out. Right? <laughs> and we're all like, "It's fine, whatever." Yeah. Hashtag Generation X. Hashtag Invisible. Yeah. Hashtag Classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so classic. Yeah. So, so a, a, a friend of mine just just typed. I, I I of course shared that on Facebook, right? Because we're mm. old, so we use Facebook, right? Um, right. And a friend of mine just said, uh, peak generation X. Yeah. Right. Peak. Like they, that's, um, that's it. It's not going to get any it. higher. You know, the favorite one that I saw was, um, that this, the graphic was clearly made by a Gen Xer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just purposely. Correct. Correct. <laughs> oh God. Brilliant. It's okay. funny. So Cause it's true. Do. It's funny because it's true, but this has nothing to do with games. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I, I, any I, little I, tidbits floating out there. I mean, I, I, I think your idea about playing an MMO is is just really great because they're because MMOs are so complicated, right? You get to see, right? You get to see what these engines look like in their most, uh, uh built out kind of form okay right and that's that's exciting i mean i think right yeah and it's also complex right um you you might find it difficult sometimes to get your friends to play these games so this is where our advice from last season go to a con go to a meetup is is really important because you're going to get skilled people who know what they're doing who can ease you in right right Um, for sure you know a reminder 
Tracy and I are going to be at Origins in June in Columbus. And, you know, if you put a note up on the Facebook page or you put a note in the Discord that you'd like to sit with us, that you want to play a role-playing game with us. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm ready. We'll do a little fate. You know, we'll play some quiet year. You know, I'm not going to bring the invisible sunbox because it weighs 65 pounds, right? Right. But, But you know. I'm happy to DM like Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Cthulhu. Right. I've got, I just got kids on bikes. I'm pretty excited about Yeah. I mean, just, you know, let us know and be, uh, you know, be, be bold. Yeah. You know, in, in your, in your own, you you know, your own work, your own thinking. Right. 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 And, and that's going to get you a long way. And, uh, and that's kind of where my, you know, where my head is. Okay. Right. Great. Um, folks, thanks for listening to us all season and to this rather long, for us, rather long episode. Um, yeah, I thought this was going to be a short one. Yeah. Uh, anytime we think it's going to be a short episode, it's super long. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the games that we shared, while they're our own personal take on this, if you, if you, remember back to previous episodes and you find uh, examples of games that we talked about in the past that sound like they might vibe for you play them right right play something that vibes for you yeah yeah you know give give fiasco a try give some of these games where you play anime characters you know uh, a a try the old west is what you want um spies superheroes i mean any genre you like yep there's two or three great systems and if you want some suggestions from us you know reach out let us know yeah. Right. Um, join the Discord. Join the Discord. There's a few more people in there. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. <sighs> you know. Yeah. Join the Facebook. It takes time, Trace. You know. I know. Um, I know. And uh, you know, folks, this is uh, the end of season three. Season four, we're going to come back. Uh, it's going to be another season of sort of practical advice. We're going to have a bunch of guest stars. Ooh. And uh, you know, we'll probably start that season in a few months. You yeah. know, we'll be on hiatus until then. Yeah, so, maybe after spring break. Yeah, yeah, around that time, yeah. you know, late March, early early April. So until then, yeah. folks, thank you so much for listening. Looking forward to getting your feedback. Uh, the Discord channel will be on the uh, show notes, the Facebook group, and uh, GameLevelLearn.com. Thanks, folks. Bye, weirdos. See you, weirdos. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> I can't believe it.